I love you all, but there are too many of you. <laughs> Shrink. <laughs> How about that? as I listen to a good many of you to find that one notion that serves you poorly, one thought, is that you should be doing it better. There's something wrong with you. You're not getting it. You should be a better person. And really, you're pretty guilty because here you've been around and you just don't get it. Now that's about the worst thing you could do. That sort of thinking, that self-improvement type stuff is hopeless. Now the only thing that's valuable about those kind of thoughts is that at least you can have some awareness of them. First of all, how do you know that you have the kind of a thought that's poison? How do you know? Your body. Your body is always going to tighten up if you have a self-centered thought. I'm not good enough. I should be better. Why can't I learn to do it right? I'm pretty hopeless. The body signals you. Your only first duty is to just calmly watch those thoughts. And when you get one that goes, <laughs> you can be sure you're on the wrong trail. You don't want to follow that. If you don't pick up the signal, what you're going to do is have another thought. Well, let's see, I've got to think about this a little bit. It must be what my father did to me. No, my mother. I think my mother was worse. Don't psychologize, don't analyze, don't have great philosophical thoughts. All of that, see, psychology and all of their wonderful disciplines in the right place, this isn't it. Only when the mind is working normally, to some degree at least, are those of benefit. When you analyze, and some of you are trying to get a PhD in analysis, I think. Don't do that. It's harmful to you. <clears throat> Am I not saying that we know with any common sense we have, we'd like to run our life better. We'd like to be lots of things kinder, more thoughtful, um, sometimes more efficient, fine. A thought like this is the way to keep you from doing that. It'll keep you away from it. So there's only one thing you need to do when you have a, well, poison may be too strong, but an unhelpful type thought, which is fixing yourself. And of course, if you fix yourself, you're going to fix somebody else. Now the mind is turned to itself. And the only thing somebody can do that's frightened, and you will be if you have thoughts like that, is to think more thoughts, get out of it, win your way out of it, 
You're really flogging through the mud. There's only one thing to do with a poisonous thought. And that is to see it, to see the requirement you're laying on your life by having it. I have a requirement then that life be nice to me. Well, that's a really good, isn't it? Life doesn't owe you anything. You are life. Life can't come to something that's not itself and fix it up. Life will show up unerringly to the person who's rude to you, who's mean to you. Am I saying that's good? No, that's not what I said. I said life itself in all its glory will show up in many sorts of ways ways that we love then we think it's going so well this is practice stuff i don't have to do that it never goes well except sometimes and your job as a student is not to analyze not to think not to figure it out but to see that that thought is poisonous and you see it by feeling it in your body feeling the the body moves up because now it has to protect itself. See, it knows that things are going wrong and it's just, I'm not doing it right. I should be doing it better. The body, you get a signal. Where that signal is can vary from person to person. But if you sit, most people who sit begin to pick it up pretty soon. That signal is the only valuable thing about those thoughts. And once you get that signal, it's time to do what? to return to reality, to begin to reestablish the mind, body, uh, which we are, just we're, we are an embodiment of the truth, embodiment of the truth, not of false things, we're the embodiment of the truth. So we want to start returning to this embodiment, because when you're just concerned with yourself, you hardly hear the traffic. You hardly feel your toes. You hardly do anything that's real. You're just lost in that kind of thinking. And you will also be, when you can squeeze it in, punishing somebody else for not pleasing you. Quick as the wing, quick as the wing, quick as the wing. This stuff happens so fast. So how do we re-embody ourselves? Turning yourself your body. Now, I didn't say to think about doing this. I said to truly do it, to truly feel your knees or your toes or anything. And I've told some of you, and it sounds pretty silly, to really do something stronger than that, to be sure you shut out your self-centered thinking just momentarily. Just tighten your hands. Tighten them so they hurt. For how long? It could be 10, 20 seconds. And if you just do that, the physical world rushes back in and you're back in the normal flow of life, which is all we're after, to be genuine people, not perfect people, just real people greatest prize in the world. Just that. 
That's something that any dog knows. knows. People know it when they meet you. If you're just being nice and pleasant and lovely. But it's not genuine. People know that just quick as a wink. Just as a dog knows. If they enter a room. Who's here that likes dogs anyway? They know. <laughs> we turn to people who are genuine. And what we're all trying to learn is how to reach a genuine state of being. Not all the time, not perfectly, but more and more. And some of you are doing it. Some of you are doing it a little bit. Some of you are doing it a lot. When this is established, so it's not something you have to sort of go step by step and do it. It becomes just the way you are. It's not something special. It's just being here, but being alive and alert and loving. But you don't have to try to be loving. I should be a more loving person. Forget it. That's not the way to go. You don't get to be more loving, more kind, more thoughtful by, I'm going to do that. That's fixing yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't have to fix it. You have to return to embodiment. Now, some people pick this up in their work, sometimes uh, sport. Now, that's not the whole thing. It gives you a touch of it, a taste of it sometimes. But it is so hard to do for human beings because, see, I talk about all this. Does anybody really want to do it? No. See, there's great hope in these thoughts we have. Well, I've figured it out now. I think I, I, think I see the way to go. I'm going to get there. Where are you going to get to? I don't know. There's no other place except right here, but you're going to get there. And of course, you don't get there. And hope and optimism collapse into, oh well. I've done my very, very best. I've fought my way through this so carefully. There's no use. It's hopeless. Then your climb out of the hole gets to be much, much harder. Nevertheless, it takes months and years to establish this. So it's just easy. But even six months of trying to learn what this really, really means begins to transform your life. See, I think from the time I was about 20, people thought I was wonderful. I was kind, helpful, sort of. I was lots of nice things. People think someone like that is genuine. Quite often, no. They're just, they're just so nice. 
I did an enormous amount of harm when I was in those years. An enormous amount. I hurt people in a way I, you know, it's just terrible. Not terrible because of that age, that was the best I could do. I didn't know how to get out of that hole. I did it the hard way. I started late. Still had a lot of trouble. It's not an easy thing to do. So the fact that I give a talk in 15, 20 minutes, that doesn't make it simple. Not at all. But a group like this has a lot of good training, a lot of good background. It's vastly easier for, for any of you to do this than, I'd hate to state names. We could turn to the political, political thing, the blindness, the self-righteousness. Not just in one party, it's in both. Yeah. I will never have a world that's safer unless some people become more genuine. And someone is like that, they're not easily seduced by crazy promises and things. Like when you take a child who's been undernourished, underfed, misused, they believe it in a hurry. So all this piling up we do of armaments and intelligence, and I'm not saying we don't have to do that, but that's not the way. as lives of everyone here clarify. The degree to which they clarify is the degree they have an influence in the world. Not consciously, they're not trying to do anything. But the world heals. So you know, when you get home after Sashin, the you forget that practice is from the time you open your eyes in the morning. And either you wake up, <laughs> yeah, okay. Got a, little, a lot of work today to do. Okay, great. If you knew the people I have to see today, I'm depressed before I start. Already, there's no practice. Practice needs to come to the four, eight, ten, fifteen times a day. So you're constantly returning to zero, not trying to get somewhere. So, let's see, 10, 15. Take a few questions. See, this is utterly simple. It's not difficult. It's just difficult to do. <laughs> I mean, that's not my case, I suppose. Okay. All right. Think for a moment if there's anything about that that is crazy or puzzling. I'm glad to hear about it. Hmm? I want to ask you a question as a devil's advocate. Well, you can't be the devil's advocate. Okay. You're supposed to agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> you say that, that um, we shouldn't have thoughts 
we shouldn't entertain thoughts about fixing ourselves, that we should be better. And the sentence I believe you use is, don't have those thoughts, and instead, uh, you know, just pinch your hand for 10 or 15 seconds. Because that returns you to a sensible life. No, the, the question I'm asking is, the question I'm asking is, how is that not, at least from one perspective, also fixing ourselves? Say, Only the that, person practicing knows the difference. Yeah. See what I mean? No, I understand that. I was just wondering if you could explain it. Well, that's the point of Dyson. You know, in a Dharma talk, you outline broad areas. Each one of us has all sorts of stuff. And that's the point of a good teacher and also a good student. I mean, this is not one-sided. When I say don't go there, it's not real where you are. There's no harm saying don't go there. If I'm sitting thinking crazy thoughts about myself, that's not real, that's disembodied. I'm just thinking, 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 thinking. That's not the same thing as having an aspiration for your life to transform. That is genuine. The other isn't, yeah. Jogo, for uh, when it's someone who hasn't got a pretty strong awareness of what their particular mm -hmm. ego structure is, uh, what would you say is the value of doing some thought labeling? So that I didn't say there wasn't some value in that. Sure, that gives you a, a view that's a little bit removed from what you're thinking in your head, and you can, if you're used to practicing, remember this is a mature session. I don't give this talk to just anybody. I don't treat a new student the way I treat one. This, I'm talking for this group about the actual work that all of you are ready to accomplish to some degree, anyway. And just to sit, if you didn't do anything except just to sit here, be still. You begin to learn. You can't watch your mind doing its crazy stuff for five days without learning something. So a lot of what Elizabeth brings up, and Ezra too in a way, it's that a lot of that is covered in years of sitting. And the far reaches of practice we're not even mentioning here. Until this work is done so it's easy and effortless. To ask about what the world is, what's the truth, which you never can put in words, but after a while you can see it. It's just a waste of time. You have to do what Dogen Senji said. To study Buddhism is to study the self. He didn't mean to sit down and think and analyze it. Remember, that's a translation from something or other. Study Buddhism is to study the self, and to study the self as you drop more and more of your pretentious ideas, is to return to the self, is to, and when you really return to the self, eventually that's to be enlightened by all things, to see truly what life is. And life is always ordinary. <laughs>